Welcome back to The Risk Report. This is episode number 65. Today is Saturday, October 31st. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Happy Halloween. It's one of my favorite holidays. Um, Just going to be a quick podcast today. Going to go over maybe the history of Halloween. I also wanted to say a shout out to uh, Austin Allison from the band Mir. I had him on two podcasts ago. We had a phenomenal podcast. We had a great time catching up and um, it was good to see you, brother. Uh, Check out Mir. Mir is a post-rock indie band um, out of Orlando, Florida, and they're starting to tour all around the East Coast, Uh, up from fucking Maine, I'm pretty sure, down to Florida. So um, check them out. They've been crushing it and their music is honestly super good. I think he's got an album or maybe it was a, a demo tape that he has going on uh, in the works, but it really sounded really fucking good. And um, I'm proud of that dude. And I also wanted to say shout out to IOY Pineapple Jalen, if you're hearing. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. That's the last podcast I had, and it was it was a tremendous podcast as well to see a dude I know, you know, basically from the music scene around here, um, do something different. Right. A lot of us, we we have our jobs, we have our things that we have going on in life. And aside from the music, it's still great to see people doing cool shit. And so um, if you're into cybersecurity or if you want to get more knowledgeable about cybersecurity and, you know, hacking and everything, that was a really good podcast and informative for me because I don't really know shit about that stuff. You know, so two really good podcasts on these last two. So um, shout out to them, and I want to thank them for that. Um, I've got a new song out. It's called Fear. All right, I produced the song, uh, made the beat, wrote everything, recorded at Influence Studios. Shout out Lorenzo Lindo. Um, They just opened up their spot. They're fully, fully open. Now it's the real deal. They are open in... um, Delray Beach, and they're fucking crushing it, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for them and the music that they're creating with all these various artists from hip-hop to, you know, fucking singer-songwriter acoustic stuff to full bands. I mean, they're really crushing in this in this area. And it's crazy, man. It's all, it's just all about that hard work, right? It's just all about the hard work and um, time. It's all about time, really. I'm getting a call. I gotta block that shit out. Um, but I have a new song, Fear. It's out on Spotify. It's out on Apple Music. On anything you get your music from, it's out on YouTube. If you look up Fear, Roman the Stoic, and you know, I'm I'm staying true to that word, right? The word I said. I'm gonna fucking put out a song every month. One song every month. That's it. I've got enough material. I've got enough music. Um, to make and record to where if I just record one a month, 
put it out that month, boom, you know, um, and it's the sound that I'm getting. It's, it's getting there, man. It's, I feel it that it's getting there. And when I'm showing it to people or seeing their reactions, um, shout out to Crystal Turner, right? Cause she had a, a little Halloween party last week for her birthday. And, uh, she played the song in the middle of the party in front of everybody and people were fucking vibing. Right. And, uh, people couldn't believe that it was me really. <clears throat> they were like, you know, this guy, you know, this guy, it's like, yeah, he's right fucking here. <laughs> I'll standing right there just soaking it in, but it was well received. It sounded good in the speakers at the party and, um, yeah, just soaked, soaked in the experience. Um, so we have melt and we have fear out. Um, next month I already kind of have the plans of what I want to put out and so forth each month. And it's all dependent on the vibe of the month as well. So this song, it's a bit darker. It's got a lot more energy. Um, I believe it's got a catchy hook. And that's one thing I'm realizing too is I'm, I'm starting to write some really good fucking hooks. I'm starting to write some really good choruses and melodies. And most of it is heavily rock influenced, I would say. You know, even from... From soft rock, right? I've got my dad's old CDs that I used to listen to when when uh, there wasn't fucking iPods, right? And I would just listen to my dad's music, and all he listened to was soft rock. And um, you know, I've got those CDs, and I've got some. Uh, I've got a Willie Colon CD, so you know, I've got some uh, some fucking salsa in there as well. I've just got this old music that. I think everybody should just listen to, you know, people should just kind of, especially if you're into music and you make music of a certain genre, it's good to step out of that comfort zone of what you're used to hearing and finding the beauty in other stuff, right? Um, and it goes back to this big band feel. I, I, there's something about having various musicians playing together in harmony and synchronicity. And, and when they create songs, you know, that's why these old songs, they really fucking hold and they, and they stand the test of time. You got six dudes working on it and they're each really, really, really fucking good at what they do. And they each bring their own sound to it. They're what they hear into a song. And, um, there's just, there's nothing like that, right? So I think that's the big divide <clears throat> between music nowadays and music from then. Not saying that people aren't playing in bands and making music together. Um, but as far as that creative aspect, you know, now we just have a lot of producers. I'm a producer. I'm a hip hop artist, right? I, I make my own stuff. I write my own stuff. And it's great, and it comes out good, and I'm really happy with it, but it's a one-sided thing, right? It's a one-perspective thing. It's my perspective. And I'd really like to come together for a project, those those artists, those homies that are listening. I'd really like to come together for a project and, um, and, and work on something together, you know? with different different musicians and see what we could bring to the table and see what we create because at the end of the day it's about creating something you know something that resonates uh with the viewer with the listener 
and um and and ultimately just kind of sticks around into the world you never know right you never know and i always have thoughts like this all day every fucking day you know as to where my life is headed and and what direction i'm going and the thing with me is is i've always always known you know for the last 10 years let's just say I've been dead set on this is what I'm doing. I I create things. I create art. I make music. And whether I'm rich or poor, whether I'm I'm known or not, this is what I'm gonna do, right? I'm gonna continue doing this. And and now I've gotten into more of the perspective of just leaving things behind that you never know what the ripple effects of that'll be. You never know what these podcasts could be to uh, somebody stumbling in on them and, and being an artist, um, or even just the people I know, my family, right? I've got a shout out to my, my younger nephew, cousin, right? He's my cousin's son. And he's, he's, he's getting of that age now. And he's super smart guy. I know that because of his family, my cousins, and, and they're just like really highly intellectual, professional people, right? Really like proper people. And I could see, you know, I haven't talked to him enough, but from what I see is, you know, I've been there with where he's at because it seems like a black sheep of the family type situation, the creative, the, the, you know, he's, he's getting more in touch with the making of the music and everything. He's been doing it for a couple of years. So shout out to him. And I, I hope you continue on this beautiful journey that is life and music and creating and meeting people and just having those little moments of, you know, understanding or acceptance of that. This is, this is what I do. This is why I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm here to create things. I'm here to leave something behind and express, express ourselves. And if he's listening, which he's been checking out the podcast, I really appreciate that. Um, if you're listening, brother, it's in our family, man. It's in our blood, especially that side, right? My mom's side, uh, your father's side. It's in our blood of creatives, right? I found out <clears throat> from my mom's cousin uh, that one of our family members, his one of, one of his brothers, started um, the largest uh, Hispanic motorcycle association in america in the in it's because it's spread out it's spread out from america to latin america to south america to the caribbean islands and um so he created that right he's he's a he's a founder of uh, i think they call it llama latin americans motorcycle association or something like that and um and then we also have a grandfather who who was this insane guitarist right he's he had cds and records and shit and we had, uh, you know, our 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 grandmother's. She's your great grandmother, right? Uh, my grandmother's brother was this incredible painter that never sold anything. His, his his house is just filled with all his paintings, you know. And so we have it in our blood of of creating, of leaving things behind, and expressing ourselves in those ways. And um, but at the same time, we have very analytical thinkers in our family. So it's an interesting combination where I think it's just in our blood to do it, in our DNA to do this, to create, and to leave something behind. Um, 
So with all that rant and all that being said, check out the new song, Fear, to those that are listening. I mean, I put I, – I, it's not like I can just go ahead and say, oh, I'm putting in hard work. That's obvious, but it's like I'm just going with it, you know? I don't really overanalyze things. I don't really hypercriticize things. I do to an extent – I do to the extent of this is my standard, this is the sound I want to have, uh, or at least go into that direction. And so with me, I was lucky enough to, I would just throw shit at the wall, right? Skating has taught me that, right? Skating has taught me just fucking try, 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 try until you get it. Sometimes, you, you know, those first 10, 20 tries, you might not even be remotely close. There might be a feeling of like, I could kind of get that, right? But the first couple tries, you might not even be remotely close. Um, But it's just about doing things until it starts to work out, until you start to understand it, right? Um, So, yeah, I mean, I could go over some of the production. Let's try and do that. Because I like that aspect, too, of... um, the last podcast I did where I shouted out my song Melt and told you guys to check it out. I like that concept of that. So maybe I'll just go in and kind of show you real quick the the beat, the things that I use, the, the plugins I might have put in and played and, um, and just go over that. Maybe even some of the mixing because I got reached out by some musicians. And they said, hey, what were you using for this when you were talking about um, the roads or whatever? I just told them, right? And so um, if I could help out in any fucking way, that'd be great. So let me make sure this is the beat. Yeah. So we got a, we got kind of a, a trippy thing going on around here. <laughs> so first thing I want to say, let's see. I'm going to start turning off these uh, channels so that we can kind of hear things little by little. So I had this same I, – I like to use the deep bass because, again, I'm trying to – I have the the love for the live sound. It needs to sound somewhat live to me. You know, yeah, have a trippy electro feels to it, have plugins to it, samples, whatever. But it's, you know, I, I love to have something that at least sounds real enough. I played this on the keyboard, but I try to get it sounding enough to where it's like someone might be playing it. Someone might be plucking the strings. And so this is a sample right there. The the vo- the vocal samples are from Daniel Day Lewis, uh, in Gangs of New York, right? Daniel Day Lewis with the fucking curly mustache, right? Um, and I and I found that I don't know what the fuck got me thinking about this. I think it was, I think I started writing the chorus, and the chorus goes, "Fear gets you high, and I'm not running low, not running low, 
not running low. Lungs turning black, I got tons of the smoke. Tons of the smoke. Tons of the smoke. Just like the women, they come and they go. Come and they go. Come and they go. Under control. Stay 100 for sure, right? So so I had written this chorus with this beat after because you you know I'm playing it and I'm I'm playing it over and over. I'm adding things to it. I'm playing bass, I'm playing piano, I'm doing this, and you this repetitive motion, and then you just start getting a melody, right? That's all it is. It's a natural thing. So as I'm making the beat, I usually tend to start writing to the beat. Um, so I had written that chorus, and then I think I tried to find I had the idea of fear, I guess, and I don't know what it was that I, if I watched it or what the fuck triggered me, but I was like, you know what, let me look up some uh, Daniel Day-Lewis uh, quotes, right, or, or like best lines or whatever, and I think I started looking into There Will Be Blood from there, but I it ultimately went to the Gangs of New York, classic Gangs of New York, Leonardo DiCaprio and Daniel Day-Lewis, right? Uh, Liam Neeson, right? Great fucking film. And um, so I went with that sample ultimately. Um, and then what else do we have here? I have a soft piano that I tweaked for sure. Had to have tweaked. Um, so let's see the soft piano. I'm going to turn it off. All the That's what it sounds like without any of the stuff that I mix onto it. Reverb really shaped it out. Really had it going. And then same thing, I like to put that stereo shaper. Get everything else going. And then this is where the drums come in, the samples come in. And I had this guitar lick that I I was messing around with. Let me turn everything else off. Um, Let's hear that guitar lick. The guitar lick... That one I really fucked with. So let's go to that. And I'm going to go ahead and turn off everything that I uh, did to kind of mix this um, sample. Very weird. And then I started adding all the kind of little little effects here in to kind of widen it out. And I also think, let me see here. I I took the lick, I pitched it all the way down. What else did I do to it? And that's it. I think that's here. Here's what it sounded like, I guess, pre-turning down the pitch all the way. And I'm gonna take off all the effects again. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the sample and I'm gonna turn the pitch all the way back up again. So I mean it's right there, but it's just a weird, a weird sound that ultimately turned into this. And I think with everything, it just to me it worked well. So I didn't use a live um, drum sample for this or anything like that. I just actually played the drums and played the hi hat and everything. So. This little trippy, trippy sound here.
I, I fuck with the spacey sound, you know. I'm a, I'm a big fan of like Pink Floyd and just you know MGMT and you know like lots of lots of these dudes that just will experiment with sound, you know. And most of most musicians definitely experiment with their sound. And then I think this, the piano came back in here. Fairly simple stuff, like playing wise. It's not like anything intricate. There it is. And so that's the beat. That really is the beat. The drums, the hi hats, the two snares, I think, and um, the soft piano. The sample and this little like pad distant it's called distant pad but just a little pad little bells or something that they kind of just get it get this spacey feel going like like I'm fucking just cruising you know cruising through this fucking universe so that's fear check that shit out it's out on Spotify it's out on iTunes it's out on Pandora, probably, iHeartRadio, all that shit, man. It's out on all of it. YouTube, check it out. Show your friends. Get this shit bumping. I'm going to keep putting out music, and it's going to be very different. You know, each song, it's me. It's got elements that are similar from each song, probably, because I'm creating it, and I'm kind of in this, like, zone of a certain sound. Um. But again, I'm I'm getting really excited about this music, really excited about what I'm making and writing and and ultimately what I can share with you guys, right? And how it's received. Um so fuck it. For the this end of this podcast, we're gonna go over the history of Halloween. Because Halloween, you know, it's one day of a year, but it's a pretty fucking dope holiday. You know, it's a pretty dope holiday. You can just dress up and as anything and just go out and it's fine. You can fucking wear a mask and it's no big deal, a fucking crazy-ass mask. Um, and people get rowdy. So to all those going out for Halloween tonight, please be safe. Um, do not drink and drive. Get yourself an Uber. Get yourself another ride. And uh, hopefully have a great fucking night, you know. All right, so I'm going to read off. We're going to go through history.com <laughs> because we've been doing this for a long fucking time. People have been dressing up to ward off evil spirits and shit, ward off ghosts and shit, and um, all of these you know, ha- Halloween movie or, or just stories and, and characters, uh, jack-o'-lantern and all this shit, it all comes from some crazy fucking folktale that we've just, as humans you know, kept kind of going. And um, what's interesting is these, all these folk tales and fairy tales and this and that, different countries have a similar uh, tale in their own way, right? Um, and it also got me thinking of this one one thing I saw on YouTube. It's a documentary on uh, what this guy does is he like goes deep into the history of certain songs and certain um, melodies, musical rhythms, whatever. It just just analyzes songs and shows the history. And the song of um, the House of the Rising Sun, right? Um, 
is so famous, right? And it's a song that has been covered over and over and over again. And this guy traced back the origins to like England in the fucking 1700s, maybe even farther. I think I might be misquoting him, but I think it was even farther. And it's insane to me how just word of mouth and sharing with people how far that resonates. And in a time where human beings didn't have internet, social media, we're, we're 300 years away from all of that, had no fucking concept of that. There were still Spanish inquisitions and shit going on. People still managed to be able to be creative in some sort of way. And whether it was these songs that they would sing or play on these little guitars that they had, it stood the test of time to where it was over and over and over and everyone would kind of keep adding little things and those people would die off and somehow this song is still carrying through the timeline that resonates with human beings, right? Um, and it's always been about the pub, right? The 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 song, The House of the Rising Sun, it's always been about the pub, about the drinker, about the alcoholic, um, and just... Uh, a person who is chained by their vices, right? And that's resonated with human beings for so fucking long. And it's incredible to to see that shit. Um, if I find that, maybe I'll put the link to that fucking video. But that got me thinking about how, how traditions like this are started, right? So let's go into this. Halloween is a holiday celebrated each year on October 31st. Of course, that's fucking redundant. We notice <laughs> the tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, uh, when people would light bon- bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. So it's interesting how you know, these Catholic priests, these Christian you know, beliefs, even though they've been persecuting, uh, fuck, what do you call these people that, that believe in, in like more than one God or, or gods of nature and this and that, um, Jesus, pagan, pagan beliefs. They take these pagan beliefs and incorporate it into their own holidays, right? They're like, hey, they got a fucking day off we should take one too i'll fucking dance around a fire wear a mask get hammered all right soon all saints day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. uh the evening before was known as all hallows eve and later halloween over time halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating carving blah 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 all the shit we know so the ancient origins of halloween they date back to the ancient Celtic festival, uh, the Celts who lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland, <laughs> Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France. They celebrated their new year on November 1st, probably when, you know, the weather really just starts changing. Uh, this day marked the end of the summer and the harvest of the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. On the night of the 31st, they celebrated Samhain, when it when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead would return to the earth. You know, insane. And half a fucking 
planet away in Mexico, you know, you got motherfuckers doing the same shit with Day of the Dead. Uh, in, in addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Celts thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for druids Celt or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. For a people entirely dependent on the volatile natural world, these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long, dark winter. Uh, to commemorate the event, the Druids built a huge sacred bonfire where the people gathered to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes typically consisting of animal heads and skins and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. Unbelievable. Um, all right. What else we got here? Even the Romans were, were celebrating something like that. All right. All Saints Day. Um, Pope Boniface IV dedicated the Pantheon in Rome to honor all the Christian martyrs. The Catholic Feast of All the Martyrs Day was established in the Western Church. This is 609 A.D. Uh, by the 9th century, the influence of Christianity had spread into Celtic lands where it gradually, gradually blended with and supplemented older Celtic rites. So people would adopt these traditions and, like I said, add things onto it and fuse them into their own, you know, sort of beliefs. All Souls Day was celebrated similarly to Samhain with big bonfires, parades, and dressing up in costumes as saints, angels, and devils. The All Saints celebration was also called the All Hallows or All Hallow Mass. And the night before it, the traditional night of the Samhain in the Celtic religion began to be called All Hallows Eve and eventually Halloween. Halloween comes to America. Celebration of Halloween was extremely limited in colonial New England because the rigid Protestant belief system there, Halloween was much more common in Maryland and in southern colonies. Maryland was a southern colony, unbelievable. Um, yeah, man, we Americans were fucking these prude little fucks, huh? As the beliefs and customs of different European ethnic groups and American Indians meshed, a distinctly American version of Halloween began to emerge. The first celebrations included play parties, which were public events held to celebrate the harvest. Interesting, man. Interesting that you go from fucking 2,000 years ago to to fucking 300 years ago and they're doing the same shit they're celebrating the same shit harvesting and you also see the fucking blend of the the new the 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 new beliefs that are coming in with the old and start to blend again just constantly melting oh, here's a fun fact did you know more people are buying costumes for their pets Americans spent $490 million on costumes for their pets in 2019, which more than doubled what they spent in 2010. Um, the history of trick-or-treating. Borrowing from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go to the house asking for food or money, a practice that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. Young women believed that Halloween, they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple pairings, or mirrors. So there's always been this supernatural belief about that day. 
Uh, in the late 1800s, there were there was a move in America to mold Halloween into a holiday more about community and neighborly get-togethers than about ghosts, pranks, and witchcraft. And the turn of the century, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. Parties focus on games, foods of the season, and the festive costumes. So, uh, maybe a hundred... And 30 years ago, that shit. If it was in the late 1800s, let's say it was the 1870s and up and beyond. Uh, that had to be 150 years ago, bro. That is fucking relatively new. Halloween parties started going on in the 1920s and 30s. By the 1950s, town leaders had successfully limited vandalism and uh, blah, blah, blah. People started fucking around. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how this this kind of started from fucking people worried about their crops, worried about the winter coming, worried about death. And this heavy belief. Imagine that Halloween party, right? That's uh, Samhain or whatever. Fucking dancing around a, a fire with a animal head on top of you. To ward off the fucking ghosts that are coming into this world. <laughs> and now we just go out and we get hammered. Hammered, dressed up as a fucking cat or something. I don't know. People are just dressing up in all sorts of things. All those memes, right? They, they, they got the squid games going on. Everyone's going to be dressed up as squid games. Some weird fucking purge mask. Uh, yeah, it is what it is, man. Halloween, it's a cool one, I, and especially for me since I like to, when I'm out, I just people watch, really, I observe, I take shit in, um, it's a fun day for me to just see people just be fucking fools, so with that being said, I hope everyone has a safe Halloween, has a great time, and uh, we look forward to this, you know, changing of the seasons, you know, whether it's physically and naturally, but emotionally and, and spiritually too, you know, and, um, you know, with all these holidays, we can kind of just take a time to be more involved with the community. Like this had said, um, gather with family, with friends, share your time, you know, be genuine with your time that you're sharing with people because shit, man, at the end of the day, it all, it all goes back to it, right? Um, it all goes back to life and death, bro. And so we got to just do the most while we're here. Enjoy it. Be as safe as possible. And um, yeah, with that being said, I'll let you guys go. Peace out, motherfuckers. I'm going to put on the new song, Fear. Enjoy. I stayed alive this long, all these years. Fear. Fear keeps you high and I'm not running low. Lungs turn to black, I got tons of the smoke. Just like the women, they come and they go. Under control. Stay 100 for sure. Fear keeps you high and I'm not running low. Lungs turning black, I got tons of the smoke. Just 
like the women, they come and they go. Under control. Stay 100 for sure. Y'all don't really want it when break it. Better go and keep it deep, man. Swimming in the deep end. Living for the weekend. Now I'm always speaking to a baddie and she wanna get the freaking. Cause she wanna pull the reeking. Plus I got a creeping. On my gram, give a damn what you're seeking. Uh, never worry about the word of mouth. Not concerned what you heard about. Cut a record, make the people bounce. Ain't no thing, baby, scream and shout. Clear the way and I'ma lead you out. Loving pain without a little doubt. Always change, gotta work it out. Man, it's not the same, that's here and now. Uh, fear keeps you high and I'm not running low. Lunch in the black, I got tons of the small. Just like the women, they come and they go Under control Stay 100 for sure Fear keeps you high and I'm not running low Lungs turn to black, I got tons of the small Just like the women, they come and they go Under control Stay 100 for sure I've been on the road in the black coffin, hot boxing, bopping, getting it ahead till I'm popping, locking, mad options, I'm a profit, got to show you what to do like a boppin', drop it loud, stop it, cow. if you got the grain and you got that raw, life is but a dream while it's all a show, I've been doing me cause it's all I know, wow, yeah, losing all my loved ones, takes it so, heads just roll, staying warm in the world, so cold, but my heart's been froze, wow, wow, yeah, bold, always had to question what we're Got a good hand that I'll never fall But some of my demons won't let me go Cause it keeps you high and I'm not running low Lush on the back of the tons of the small Just like the women that come and they go Under control Shine the light for sure Fear keeps you high and I'm not running low Lush on the black, I got tons of the small like the women, they come and they go. Under control. Stay 100 for sure. Oh, you got a murderous rage in you. I like it.